0: What's up?
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to The Coffee Date. Today's episode takes us abroad. A year ago, I moved to China. At the same time, my friend Sandile Tembe decided to pack his bags and go live and study in Chile, all the way in South America. Today we catch up on how life has changed since then. The highs and lows, the weird and wonderful adventures, and just how transformative the journey has been. Grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everyone. Today we have my dear friend Sandile from over <laughs> his current working over the oceans passport gang, and yeah, Sandile, say hi to everyone and tell us where you are exactly and why are you even there. <laughs>
2: hey hi everyone. Um, I think as Palace have uh, said, my name is Sandile uh originally from uh and richard's Bay in the northern side of the province currently i'm out here in chile uh in a city called concepción uh relatively small city but it uh, i mean it's bigger it's bigger i um, mean according to to their standards so i've been here for like a year yeah three months yeah yeah three months or so um doing a master's at the University of Concepcion. Uh, So that's why I am here. That's why I've been out here. Uh, It's been a crazy experience, crazy ride, you know, from learning a new language to learning new food to learning a new culture. So uh, even the language is still baby steps, uh, not even that uh, fluent in the language. So still trying to grasp the language. But I can I can I can I can move I can move I can move around uh, way much better than before uh so yeah I think that's enough or not I don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> No that's interesting that's very very interesting and we'll get into it in about a minute but before we get into it why did you even move or decide because before you move you make a decision you go through the motions for you to end up committing to that decision, what, what, what happened? Were you, you like, what?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know how they say, where do broken hearts go? They go to China. So.
0: Well,
1: I feel like I'm in South Africa at the moment, so.
2: <laughs> oh, man. For me, I've always wanted to to live abroad, basically. Uh, I think that was one of the reasons just to live abroad. Uh, and also, while living abroad, I thought it would be a good idea to do something meaningful and fruitful, and fruitful at the same time. So a master's abroad was more of an, of, of an opportunity to then go live abroad for a couple of years. and. And not just live abroad, but do something in the process, you know. It was either through a job or through a through a master's. Um, I wouldn't okay. say I was not happy back home. Um, and I mean, I had a job. I was okay back home. I had a simple life. I mean, I could... That's fine. That's fine. But I, honestly, I think I, I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I've always wanted to do this as far as 2012. So... When I saw an opportunity to pack my bags and go to OR, then I took it. Then I'm here now.
1: The rest is history.
2: Yeah, pretty much so. The rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history.
1: Think, yeah, I can pretty much relate on your journey because I think took the decision around the same time and you left. A month before me, right yeah,
0: yeah
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that was quite interesting to have a friend who is going through the process, even though you were not going to the same country or continent, but yeah. there was a person who was also in the process of making a life changing decision
2: yeah exactly, exactly and, and yeah. it's funny that you're saying that you know i took I took comfort in to the fact that I had a friend who was in a foreign country was was yeah. also struggling to communicate with the local people. That was... <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's... it's
1: uh... Hey, it, it's deep. It's hectic. Yo. And people are <laughs> always commending... I find that in my experience, people are always commending how brave I am or how I'm living my best life or how fun it all looks. But internally, it's such a deep transition that you have to go through because you're all alone in a different country. Mm. You know and for me, it was even worse because the Chinese language, the written language, is so foreign. So I was basically illiterate. I couldn't mm. speak, I couldn't read, I couldn't write. Sure. And yeah, it, it, it's just one of those things that are just, yeah, they come yeah. from it. And with you, I know that you've been learning Spanish, faithfully learning Spanish. How's that coming along?
2: Uh, okay, I didn't get the last part. What did you say?
1: How's that coming along?
2: So, to be quite honest, uh, it's 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 not an easy it's not an easy thing. Uh, I mean, with, as much as we say back home that South Africans are. Are bilingual or they easily pick up languages, but yeah. then we, we we forget that our languages are uh, interlinked. Uh, you know, some mm-hmm. words are similar, but this was like really foreign. There was nothing that could you know I could trace back, you know, to my to be, to be my childhood days or my schooling years or varsity. There was nothing, mm-hmm. and and yeah. I, I fell in, 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 into the trap of of, of learning. Uh, the language first through an app, like most people would do which mm. is a it's, a it's a big mistake, according to me. I think it's a big mistake because what 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 apps do they then they don't teach you how the different accent will sound because each country has their own different accent you know
0: yeah.
2: so it it becomes something totally different, so that's what that's what happened when you get off the airport. Uh, and then you realize, no, flip, I'm screwed here. So I took a <laughs> <laughs> so I took a six yeah. months uh, six months course, which was not that great. I, I honestly felt that it, it, it's not one of the best programs that they could have offered. But mm. it, it, it helps in terms of surviving because now they teach you like basic stuff like if you want to go to a doctor. How do you say I have a headache in Spanish? You know, so okay. you say things like, uh, uh mi tuela la cabeza, you know, those are just basic things, you know. How do you say that? Me, me tuele, tuele la cabeza. Me, me, tuele, me, tuele me la yeah, cabeza is head. So you say those things, you
1: know.
2: Mi duele la cabeza. Me duele la cabeza. Like my. So, oh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can speak Spanish now. Yeah, no, definitely.
1: Gracias.
2: <laughs> and the mistake <laughs> that we tend to do, that we want to do like a direct translation from English into Spanish, which is a yeah. big mistake. It doesn't make
0: sense. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, you, for you're saying?
1: Apps, I'm saying apps, like you mentioned, were my saving grace because when I was trying to navigate, especially in the first three months, there was no way of saying anything because hearing was a problem. As the yeah. well Phones, mentioned. it's such a difference in, you know, yeah, yeah. that related to anything. So yeah. for me, I found that as much as apps were my saving grace, they also made me lazy because I could just pop out my phone and say what I needed to say mm-hmm. and move on without committing to learning and understanding the rules and you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. of knowledge. and I must say that it has set me back quite a bit because I think by now, had I committed, had I not had a phone or a translator app, I could have made the effort to learn more actively than to just rely on the app as convenient as it is.
2: Definitely, uh, that's quite true. It, it It sort of makes you relax a bit, you know, also the environment yeah. of who you hang out with sort of makes you. Yeah. The likes of it, so
0: yeah, yeah, but so
1: so that the language, but also in terms of the cultural differences, yeah, or the environment and what, like, what are what, what are the highlighted differences that you've noticed between South Africa and Chile?
2: Yeah, no, I think for me, what what really also messed me up, it, it, it's the the greetings and stuff. So be, be, mm. because. Uh, so it was so weird that they would say that a hug is for a close friend but then they they would create a stranger by a kiss on the cheek. I'm like, how does that work? It it doesn't make sense. So according to them, a hug is more
1: intimate than a
2: kiss? Yeah, a kiss on the cheek. I'm like, I'm just a stranger but you then walk up to me and say hola and then you put your cheek against mine and then, but that's so intimate, that's so close, but it never made sense to me.
1: That's quite interesting, and how did you first deal with that because South Africa you kind of had people that you're familiar with
2: yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Went to
2: a... no at first, I was a bit i was a bit uh uncomfortable, you know, because you would you would find that uh, you would walk into a room and everybody's doing it, and then you the
0: yeah
2: you're the only uh black sheep in the room, and everybody's looking at you like, what is he gonna do what is he gonna do <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: No, oh, that must have put you on the spot, though.
2: Yeah, definitely. So I ended up also training. You know, so you walk around, start. You know, yeah. you know, cheek cheek to cheek. I'm like, oh, this is a bit uh, awkward, <laughs> but it's okay.
1: Oh, that's interesting. It means they're very welcoming because it seems like a very. Yeah. I mean, those gestures in themselves are hospitable, and you know, they invite a person to come in and be part of. A community or a family. Yeah,
2: definitely, definitely. So.
1: So we live in two different worlds, eh? Hey? Yeah, no. It... Because uh, on the other hand, they are a bit reserved and restricted. So as much as we are huggers, especially as a female, you know, once yeah. you get familiar with the person, you're all about hugging and embracing. But I find that they are a bit coldish and reserved so even when you're familiar with a person you sort of wave or well before corona a handshake would be appropriate (laughs) no social distancing now yeah so yeah it's it's very interesting how different parts of the world communicate and the undertones that are linked to those types of communication Mm. especially coming from Africa where we are focused on family and togetherness mm-hmm. and you know just facing that the unit as opposed to being an individual type thing and you get to a place where it's totally different than having to learn and unlearn different things it's it's interesting it's been an interesting yeah life.
2: it is there it is it, it's its you are quite correct you're, you're you're so correct and you realize that oh i didn't expect it like uh,
0: yeah
2: like this one time I just, I just want to bring you to, in terms of how different the culture is. It's not that different, but it's, yeah. it's a bit of uh, something. So I was invited for for, for dinner. Uh, they said to me, yeah. come for dinner. I said, okay, cool. I, I will come. They said they must come. I think it was around eight or nine. I can't remember. And then yeah. when I get there, they kept feeding us uh, bread with uh, with avocado. I'm, yeah. And I'm thinking, but this is dinner. Why are we eating bread? Was
1: it a starter?
2: Huh?
1: Was it a starter?
2: That's what I thought. Only to learn that according to their culture, they have this thing that they call the onset. So in the evening, people come together and have uh, tea with bread, avocado, egg. Oh. Yeah. And I had no idea that people do that. And I, I had not eaten because I, in my head, when you say dinner, I'm thinking, Big meal, you know, packed on the table.
1: Meat. Yeah, as an African, we want meat. It's not food. It's not a meal until there's meat in it.
2: Yeah, but not yet. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure.
2: yeah. So, next time when people invite you, uh, people from this part of the world, you must ask them, are you inviting me for bread or tea or is it like a proper meal? <laughs> so
1: yeah yeah so and food is a big part of culture i find that in china there's this culture of having warm water so they believe that warm water is a healthier option to drinking other beverages so with food we would have juice or coke or you know we'd have other beverages and they way by water that if you drink water then it cleanses your system really? and then you help yes i mean to such an extent that even if you complain to your boss that you have a flu on a particular day they'll be like no just have a glass of hot water and take a rest the hot water is everything warm water rather
2: okay that's interesting
1: so that's interesting and I've even got accustomed to drinking warm water just because it's what is done there and they just believe that it's a healthier and you know a social yeah it's a social practice that they use um there as well but also alcohol they drink and alcohol is part of Part of friendship and hospitality as well. So even if you're doing business with them, that side, they will offer you a drink and if you reject it, it will be seen as rude.
2: Okay, that's weird.
1: So you must just be an alcohol person if you want to do business in China.
2: That is pretty weird. So what if you don't drink alcohol and stuff like that?
1: It's frowned upon. Yeah. Unless you... You you tell your host in advance that you do not drink. If you get into a situation where you're sitting in a round table and they pass alcohol around and you reject it, then it's frowned upon because it's respectful to take it from, you know, your host and, you know, accept the hospitality.
0: You no, know, no
2: way. But but
1: And the bottles keep coming. They will keep refilling and refilling and filling. And then once everybody's happy, you strike a deal, and boom, business is done.
2: No, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I would probably, you know, survive survive <laughs> under such uh, circumstances. <laughs> Definitely, it, it could never be. It could never work for me.
1: Yeah, interesting. it's, it's one of those things that have been very eye opening for me as well. Sure. But moving on from food and beverage, how have you found? Um, settling in. Have you had times where you've missed home, and how do you keep in touch with your friends and family at home?
2: Ah, uh, sure. That's a, a very uh, interesting question. You know, I've I've, I've realized that uh, Sundays, especially Sundays, Sunday like like late in the afternoon, I, I tend to miss home a bit. But yeah, Sundays definitely Sundays or weekends. Or if there's like long holidays, or you you sit and think, hmm. I mean, I miss running around, you know, back home and just going to to see people I know or see familiar faces and and stuff like that, you know, and not being so far away. So sometimes you do. Um, I mean, the only form of catching up is through WhatsApp calls and whatnot, and and then once in a while, I'll I'll call my dad because my dad doesn't use WhatsApp and stuff, so I need, I, yeah. I call him using uh, like uh, the old system of calling. So you know, mm. so yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely I do I do. But some days are just like uh, yeah, awesome. But in terms of in terms of of, of settling in, I, I didn't really struggle that much. Um, yeah, I, I figured that. I mean, I'm away. I mean. There's nothing else. I just need to adapt, and you know, and 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 get along with the program, because what I did was, yeah, I I I lived with the local people. That's that's one thing I didn't compromise on. Was that I need to live with the local people so that I can get the feeling and and just understand how it is to live here, you know. So that's how mm. I did it. You know, I as much as the West Africans who lived here, they were like. I think there were about three or four of them when I arrived, but they're all gone now.
1: Yeah. Sure. And with you missing home, do you have any plans of visiting home? Have you even visited <laughs> home in the last year? You At the that just left and never looked back. I haven't I
2: haven't, I haven't, been home. Um, uh, to be quite honest, when I left, I was like, you know what? I'm not even sure if I want to, you know, visit. I'll just stay there up until I finish, and then and then come back because I just want to, you know, uh, see other countries close by. Yeah. I would rather spend my money on that, you know, seeing the countries close by, exploring, and 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 doing things like that, you know, then flying back home. I mean, I've I've lived there probably all my life, uh, so there was not there was no need for me to you know, visit or do whatever. But unfortunately, so I couldn't then uh, explore uh, uh, other local countries, yeah. And now, uh, Mm. because now we closed, I can't even go. So, you know, it's kind of a a difficult situation. But, yeah, it's awkward. Hopefully, post-corona, I'll then be able to start, you know,
1: start traveling. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: definitely. I I want to. Traveling is nice, so definitely do it. Uh, traveling is nice.
1: So which countries have, have you visited so
2: far? Uh, I, I haven't really been to, the only kind I've been to so far is just Brazil. Uh, Because I had to I had, I had to wait for my passport and you know how home affairs uh, do their thing. So they took forever to give me a new yeah. passport. So I couldn't then, you know, Christos, because, I mean, I'm just a pass away from, from Argentina of which is so close, you know, like mm. eight, eight hours uh, with the bus. Then I go, I can go to Bariloche or Mendoza. So Argentina is close by, you know?
1: Oh, okay, that's interesting. So where is this Mendoza place? It sounds like
0: Mendoza. <laughs> Mendoza. Oh. <laughs> so
2: Mendoza uh, is it's further out the north uh, of Argentina. Uh, it's, it's actually behind the, the, the Andes Mountains. Um, the best time to go there is around um, spring. It's actually good for those who love wine. I don't even like wine, so they're saying it's good. It has a lot of wine farms, so you could do a lot of a lot of those uh, if you like wine. Uh, and the food, yeah. So I like the, I like the, they have like one of the best cuisine in terms of uh, the food because they have like the influence of of uh, the, the Italians as well. So it's a nice uh, mix, you know, different cultures whatnot.
1: Seems like it would be paradise for me because
2: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you, you would love it, yeah. Uh, if you love wine, you would definitely love it, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely love it, I yeah.
1: Mentioned you mentioned mountains as well, so it would be a good combination of wine and hiking here and there. Hoping that I don't trip over <laughs> No, you
2: would it. you would it. Um, you it. Uh, <laughs> definitely, you would it. But you definitely like like it. Sure. Uh, the mountains are nicer during uh, during um uh, winter because of the snow up in the mountain, yeah. yeah. And the trip goes through the mountains when you're going to Mendoza in Argentina, so it'll be a wonderful experience, yeah. you know. So.
1: Sure. Sounds very bucket list type vibe. I think after the lockdown, I should start planning uh, my travel, and that's
2: definitely brilliant. please come. I I have friends who, who who said they want to come up uh in October. So hopefully, when my friends come through, I'll, uh, yeah. the, the more people more people from home can come up. Uh, the yeah more the, merrier. the the area I mean you have 3 months uh, free visa access to most there uh, yeah, oh. to most south american countries uh, so which is cool which is yeah. cool you know and so so yeah so in
1: and, and wise how is it the cost of living there would a person be able to live okay on a tight budget a student no it, how
2: are you In terms of 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 living here, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was quite shocked. It's unnecessarily, unnecessarily expensive. Uh, to be quite honest, you know, okay. for like a mere normal two-bedroom flat, you 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 know, just something basic and standard, it, it goes up to like what eight grand yeah. to nine grand. Like a normal, the standard basic, you know, which doesn't, yeah, you know. Yeah and 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 also i i i think the the biggest headache here will be the food prices uh food is uh relatively expensive here yeah. uh it, it's madness like a loaf of bread will cost you about 45 rand just for a loaf of bread yeah what? i'm just uh... so what are you doing? <laughs> i stopped eating meat <laughs>
0: No, 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 meat is a luxury.
2: I stop eating meat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, that sounds very hectic. It sounds so challenging. I mean, for a country that's in South America, and my assumption is that it's not really developed. That's an assumption. Yeah, no, I'll correct you just now. <laughs> Why is it
0: so Huh? I'm
1: saying... Taking that into consideration, why is life expensive?
2: Uh, okay, starting from the issues of uh, develop, development so yeah. this is a very complex society. Uh, Chile as a whole is quite uh, uh, is, is quite developed um, and in terms of of, 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 of standard in, 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 in the whole of Latin America. We have one of the stable economies. They are far ahead in, in so many things. Uh so the the economy and then it attracts a lot of you know foreign investment as well. It's such that I think when I moved here that that, that was my, my basis. Like I need a country to where there's a bit of stability, you know. Uh, yeah, so okay. hence I chose Chile. Uh, stable stable economy, uh, wonderful infrastructure. Um, I mean, even internet here is so cheap. You'll be surprised how cheap internet is. So I think most people, when they hear South America, they think of uh, Nicaragua, you know, those Central American countries, or El Salvador. Yeah. So people think of those countries. But the, the cities yeah. here are quite modern. They, they just... Really more than yeah. Oh okay. Uh, I was personally shocked when I got to uh, Santiago. Like this is actually a modern city, you know. And Santiago is really expensive. Like, like really expensive. But once after a few, after a while, you you, you find you you know you find uh like a like a process. You find a way to live and move. You know? Yeah, mm. yeah,
1: that's true. And I think because you you just mentioned a good point about assumptions that when you are in a specific part of the world and you hear
0: about yeah 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 yeah
1: part the information that you have usually is TV or the news or the internet and they're you know they always have their agenda in portraying different places a certain way. So that's why we have certain perceptions about how South America is, about how the United States is, about how Europe is, and how the world thinks Africa is. They think Africa is a place Mm -hmm. where animals are just roaming around and people are dying of poverty just because it's how it's been portrayed on the media. And my perceptions about China before leaving was that it's just chaos like you know down.
0: yeah
1: i just thought it was a place that's just like messy and not necessarily clean and yeah that, that that vibe was just what was in my head and i was pleasantly surprised when i landed and i found that it was so clean so well kept i mean the streets are mm-hmm. you get people who are working on gardens in the street. There is no paper on the street because people are always people are employed to take care of that. And for me it's about just demystifying these myths that you have about these places. And you realize that actually this place is not as hard to live in as I had thought yeah. it would be. It's actually more convenient and mm-hmm. better than, you know, where I'm from in most cases. But do
2: you see long term there though?
1: You know, that ans- that question, rather, has been the most prominent question that I've been asked since I left. And my answer is always that before I left, I thought I'd be there for two years. i got there. My first week, I was just like, two years will be too little. I need to be in this country for much longer. And long term, yes, I do see myself there. Just because I've got other goals mm-hmm. and, you know, prospects, I see yeah, I see potential and opportunity in being there more so than in me mm.
2: in South Africa. Okay. Okay, that's, yeah. that, that's quite interesting. Uh, I, think, I think when I left, I actually had a, a, a similar, you know, similar perception of like, okay, I'm leaving. Uh, I have no intentions of coming back. Uh, but being away, I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like maybe it was a bit too hard on my, my own continent. Yeah, that's how really? I. That's how now. That, that those are the feelings that I'm getting. That like maybe I was a bit a bit harsh. It's not as bad as I thought it was. You know, I could I could. Yeah. You know, I I have a friend from Ukraine. here. He, he said he's he's been here for like a year, and he was saying that he, he had always thought that Ukraine was the worst country to live in. but now he realizes, no, but it's not so bad, you know, and he wants to go back and live there, you know. Oh, wow. Is it one of those things about you don't
1: know what you have and... Exactly,
2: exactly, exactly. exactly. I mean, I I, honestly, I've always thought that uh, South Africa is not that great, you know, but I realized that actually we we punch above so many countries. To be quite honest, you know, yeah, and and yeah.
1: Uh, and sorry, um, what no, no, I'm saying? just saying,
2: I've, I've, I've then just started, you know, to appreciate my country more, and and you know, and and I probably I defend it a lot when people speak, you know, I, I, I America from the USA, we had a long uh, uh, debate about the land and whatnot. Uh, and then he was so adamant that it was it was, it was was nobody there, you know, and all of that stuff. So it was, it, I mean, now I become a bit more vocal and I'm thinking but you you then cannot come and disrespect my country like that, you know? You no, know, this is home, this yeah. is the only home I've ever known. So I think going away exactly. also then, you know, brings those things, you know, one then starts Appreciate their homeland more, you know. Yeah, because I've seen even the people here, these people love their country. In fact, they think their country is the best thing ever. And then, and then you will be like, no, but it's not the best thing ever.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I think, that, yeah, I, I can pretty much relate to that. You become more patriotic in a way once you leave because yeah. you sort of carry your country or <clears> your <throat> continent on your shoulders once you, once you leave, because you're, the, you're likely to be the only representation of your country uh, that those people get exposed to. So how you present yourself...
0: Exactly, how you exactly.
1: It's essentially what the, the idea that... They yeah, definitely there,
2: not I, that. I, 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 I met this guy who said he lived in Canada, and then he, he said to me, but how come... You don't speak Afrikaans, even though you're South African. So just imagine that. Imagine that a country yeah. that has almost eighty percent black people think we all speak Afrikaans.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. It, it...
1: Yeah, and it's so it, oh, so funny. The same thing happened to me in Thailand. I was walking out and about, and this guy says to me, "South Africa," because right they they, they try to guess what country you're from. So he comes up to me, he's like, "South Africa." I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." He's like, <laughs> and I was like oh, give
0: me know? zero <laughs> you were trying to tell me something
1: like something like you were showing something like hey me <laughs> <a> company,
2: <laughs> a that yeah, that's quite true. that's quite true yeah no 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 but, but also I mean I think one of the things I don't like about this country is that they they have like a uh they had like a huge influx of of uh migrants from uh Haiti. so who came who were brought here to come in and do uh this menial job as they put it. So I think they called them uh 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 mil pesos uh, job or something like that. It's uh, I can't remember the name. So, every time that a black man would show up and then people, first thing that they would say is that Haiti, and then you say no, and then they would say uh, Venezuela, and then you say no, and then they would go Puerto Rico, and then you say no, and then they would say habla like which language you speaking then you say English, and then they'll say
0: Ah mm-hmm.
2: North americano like no
1: <laughs>
2: so it's it's just a bit annoying sometimes, like you that guy from Thailand who was you know <laughs> busy, but people are annoying like that sometimes, so but it is what it
0: is.
1: Yeah, I guess it is what it is because I've had similar experiences whereby, even within China, the first thing they will ask me is if I'm from the USA, yeah. yeah. I'm black American, remember America, the exposure that they have is black people in the movies. So Hollywood is the reference mm-hmm. point. So they'll ask you if you're from America, you say no, and then they'll ask you if you're from <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> and then like no and then I'll say no I'm from South Africa they'll be like oh no is that in Kenya I'm like but I said I'm not from Kenya how would South Africa be uh, but also because of the language barrier I've learned that South Africa is not for South Africa <laughs> in Chinese and I used to get frustrated with that because I used to say South Africa and nobody would understand. So South Africa, nanfei. nanfei. So Fei is Africa, Fei means Africa in Chinese, and Nan means oh. South. So you say Nanfei, and and when you say Nanfei, you're like, <laughs> Mandela, Mandela. Mandela. Oh. And you're like, yes, 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 straight So it's about understanding also how they yeah. call places because it'll frustrating sometimes. That's so true.
2: What you say. That is so true. Hey. Because you'll be busy saying no, South Africa, and then they will say where, you know, where exactly, you know.
1: Exactly. I'll, I'll, exactly. But also ignorance as well, because you'll get someone saying, "Oh, you're from South Africa? Do you know? I've got a friend from <laughs> like Rwanda. Do you know?" Uh, you? So yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, there's, a,
2: there's a. I think people are, are not even trying to to figure out where is it. So it's just one of those things. I've, I've made peace with it. I mean, I've, I've also, I mean, what else can you do? You tell somebody who you're from and then they will say, but which country? I understand that you're from. Yeah, I mean, it's so, it's so <laughs> common here. If you say South Africa, they'll say, yeah, but which country in South Africa are you from? So like, pure,
0: pure <laughs> ignorance.
1: Yeah. But also, I think you go to a point where you now pick your battles. You can't participate in every battle. Yeah, you definitely. Everybody about everything. Sometimes Sometimes go and just. Yeah, no, definitely,
2: everything. it's one of those things. Uh you you, 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 die young trying to, you know, trying to to explain that. Yeah,
1: that's true. So yeah, that's so, and then for for fun. I know you used to love hiking yeah
2: there, at home. That's you a very good know. question. Eh? I've realized that uh, maybe it was peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it was peer pressure. Who like everybody around me was like, hey, man, uh, what are you doing? Let's go hiking. Uh, now that I'm here, I'm thinking, do I really like hiking
0: or not? <laughs> no oh wow there you go no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding
1: i'm kidding so yeah what do you do because now you say you don't hike because you're questioning whether or not you like hiking
0: so what is uh, it?
2: no actually go i do go hiking uh i think that's one of the things people do here just hiking is a big thing yeah and i live like at the foot of the mountain Yeah, so there's like a national park. It's called uh, Parque Ecuador. Uh, So from where Mm -hmm. I live, I just run up the hill and then join. So I do hike. Uh, I do hike. But because of the situation, I haven't done it a lot. Uh, Yeah, And also, there's like a a huge... uh, Pop culture here. I don't even drink, but I go to these places. I'm like, okay, let me just go and see how people, you know, live here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was just to understand how. And it was so funny because when I was there, I met a group of guys that was really funny. I met this, I met this guy. So I'm sitting there. Uh, having dinner, and then this guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, do you mind taking us a picture? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then he looks at me. He's like, Mm. you know, when it it, it was bad. You're the only black guy there. You're probably going to take the spot, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And then he looks at me. He's like, where are you from? You're not from here? I'm like, no. And then I tell him where I'm from and stuff. And then he says, really? He's like, yeah. Then he calls forth his other friend. He says, do you, do you mind joining yeah. us, man? Because you're sitting here. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I ended up going home at 2 in the morning Yeah. with those guys. I, I've never even seen them sure. after.
1: And, but travel does that to you, right? Your inhibitions are a bit yeah. lower than normal yeah. and you take more rest. Like You make more quicker. Why do you think that I, I think
2: home? because you because at home, people know you so you tend to then box yourself. You put yourself into this little cool and you're more you know, aware. But mm-hmm. here, you could do anything. You know, you could say whatever to anyone. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the and most important thing. Nobody knows you here. You know? Yeah. And what's a risky thing that you...
1: have the riskiest thing that you've done
2: I don't know day. I don't take risks I jump into a car I jump into a car with, the str- I into oh, a, car with oh. a stranger
0: <laughs>
1: oh Oh wow wow <laughs> and you know one thing that I've noticed and that is also mm-hmm. interesting to me is that you were not too big on social media when you were here <laughs> Now I log on to Twitter and you are there. Why, like, is that a cocoon that you've decided to get out of? Or was it always... <laughs> What's happening? Like, why are you so vocal? Uh,
2: that's actually very interesting, now that you mention I was never, never a social media person. But I don't know. I think being here... Because you realize that uh, I cannot then just wake up and go to my friends' house, you know, and have issues yeah. to discuss or whatever. Uh, so now I am just mm. stuck with this online thing. So I've read, uh, yeah. I, hmm? Oh,
1: okay. and. No, I was
2: saying. And does it feel like? Does it feel so? To some extent, it? yes. Um, I think I've become a bit more social, to a large extent. I've, I've, okay. I've, 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 I've started, you know, talking about, you know, even reading about useless things that I would say, you know, I start looking at challenges before I would say this thing is nonsense. I mean, who has time for that? You know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, definitely not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> no. Definitely.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah I no. But I um I, I think I'm enjoying my my time online, living online as a, if I may put it. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm an, I mean, I even opened Instagram here. Yeah, I didn't have Instagram at home. So you can imagine. That's how I was. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I even forget that I still have a Facebook account. <laughs> hey, yeah,
1: that's another social platform that is long for No, some of us are still there. there.
2: We still have our <laughs> old friends there who who have no interest of uh, you know posting and whatever. But yeah, but yeah. I've, I've it's been great. I mean, I won't lie. Some days are just really difficult. Some days are just really beautiful, you know? Yes. Uh I I I remember mm. this one time I was looking for a a nail uh is it nail clipper in English, right? It's nail clipper. Is it nail clipper or nail catcher?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, forgive me. The
2: uh, there's not enough English around me anymore. So <laughs> so yeah, yeah. i and I went to the supermarket, and then I get there, and then I realized I have no idea what this thing is called in Spanish, and I can't even ask uh, yeah. anyone. So that was my life the first three, the first I'll probably say the first two months here. Yeah. We we're like that. If something is not is not on the shelf, yeah. and then it's fine. I don't need it anymore. Even though I left the house, you know. Yeah, but if I Looking get there, I don't find it in the show, and then it's fine. Clearly, it's not that important, you
1: know. Oh wow, wow, that's hectic. Because I mean, they said language that you could have used, like gestures yeah. that you do with your hands, you know, trying. True, to...
2: True, but what, what, what I've realized is that uh, I I felt like this society is not open to. To foreigners, I think this was a very close society for such a long time that they're not you oh, know, people well. you could come and speak whatever language. Nobody cares. You could you could move. I think in any open society where there's like uh like like an influx of people from all over the world, we then find a way to, you know, to communicate. Unlike uh Yeah, here it's just it's, it's the just thing. them, and they think this is the best thing ever because they've never seen anything
0: different.
1: Yeah, but I guess that's the mentality that most people have, yeah. especially if you haven't traveled the world. You Definitely, travel. and if the you've never travel.
2: seen anything else, that's the best, you know. That's the best thing ever. Yeah. So I, I've been humbled. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But- yeah. So, and what would you say to somebody who is sitting in South Africa somewhere and they've got dreams of moving out or even visiting another country? I, mean, that, would I definitely say, say they should them? go. Uh,
2: you, you, you could never waste your money uh, by traveling. Uh, if, if you have an opportunity to go, definitely do take the opportunity. Do go. Don't even... You know, spend time. You know, analyzing it and whatnot. Uh, I read an article which said that the biggest problem that makes people not to travel sometimes is the language community, is the language barrier. So people don't travel because which I I I, I don't necessarily agree with. I think also the 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 money factor also comes in. So people would then not travel because of that. But anybody who wants to go out, I would definitely say, yeah, sure, definitely go ahead, do it. But but it's not for everyone. Uh, let's be honest with that.
1: And I think it's it's important to to note that, especially as South Africans, our country has yeah. been reasonably peaceful to not exactly. us to be travelers. So. Are not necessarily well traveled because we've mm. never had the need. Whereas other African countries they've been forced by yeah, by economic definitely. situations and war. That's why you find, you know, all other Africans everywhere in the world and South Africans, they even worry about what's wrong with you when you tell them that you move into another yeah, country. De- like, definitely. Oh, how can you leave this comfort here?
0: Definitely. I know?
2: remember when I went to resign at work, uh the secretary said to me. Are you sure you're not going to sell drugs? Why would you go so far? You know? I'm like, what do you need? <laughs> uh, at the airport when I was boarding, I remember one of the migration ladies said to me, he said he even she even uh, spoke in Zulu and said, Body, sure. I, 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 I'm I'm you know. That's that that's the kind of mentality that we yeah we deal with, you know. Uh, and, and it, it happens, um, so yeah. And I remember I was sitting next to two significant ladies on the flight uh, to Sao to São Paulo. Um, one of them said she has always wanted to go and live abroad, but she has never really done it, you know. But but now she thinks maybe she might do it.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I sat with them for like how many nine hours on the on 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 the plane. So we started chatting with 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 the, with, with those girls. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think people should just be more brave and, sh- and just do it. You know? obviously. Definitely. Know.
2: Provided there's opportunities. Provided that you know you'll be able to to be sustained. Because it's not. It, it's quite sad when you when you then uh, bump into immigrants in the streets. You know you realize that this person is really struggling and there's not much that they can do, mm. that you can do as well, you know. Yeah, there's not much we can do, you know. There's, there's only so much, you know. And, and, and to be quite honest, people are struggling. People, you know, move all over, searching for opportunities and whatnot. But yeah. But it's very great. Mm. If for, for anybody, sure. Sorry.
1: It is. A...
2: I was saying that for anybody who wants yes. to come up here, they can hit me
0: up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also, they need to know that you are
0: still dark and,
1: and you are in. <laughs> so, ladies, he is available. He be up. I will make the I will do the parts. Okay, you Can thank me,
2: at yeah. No, definitely. Uh, will. I, I, I would share all my socials on Facebook. I'm so <laughs> and so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hit me up. But I mean, it's been a great conversation. Thank you for joining me mm. on, you know, just yeah, no, no, sharing about our journey, about experience uh, on living mm, abroad. No,
2: definitely, it
1: will help someone out
2: there you know yeah no thank you and i must say i am quite impressed uh about what you've started there's one thing that i've seen you do over the years is to constantly try and reinvent yourself which is really admirable you yeah. know yeah
1: yeah thank you thank you i think you know we have a lot of time mm. that you normally wouldn't have such as quarantine i mean generations of God not having pandemic and <laughs> here we are you know in twenty we have all this time, all this energy and I just thought you know what 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 is it that I've always wanted to do and that will yeah. be doable under the circumstances and I thought you know what Let's have conversations with people and let's put together a platform where we can inspire each other and walk yeah, and together, you see,
0: you know, how we go. Mm. No, no, definitely,
2: so definitely. definitely. I, I'm very proud and happy that you started this. Hopefully, uh, you grow this, eh? <laughs> yeah,
1: keep, keep well, that's appreciated,
2: yeah. Thank you, thank you. I think <laughs> the next time I'll see you, to probably be in 2025. I don't even know when. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Somewhere, somewhere, the world is. Yeah. Big and we can always you know no. In in, in that, the in the uh, airport, in Jacob Zuma's things words,
2: things. I will see you somewhere out there. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> ciao <you're> ciao. <laughs> bye bye.
1: That concludes our episode on living abroad. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for joining the coffee date. I'm your host. Bye Goodbye.